0: This is Happy Lifestyle Online Show, where we talk about viewpoints and experiences on what it takes to have a fulfilled and happy life. Hi, everyone. I'm Lisa Capralli, and this is Happy Lifestyle Online, and this is our very first Facebook Live podcast show. So excited to interview Ken Walls. Welcome, Ken.
1: Hey, thank you. I'm glad to be here. My gosh.
0: Well, to give some background, Ken also has his own show. It's called Breakthrough Walls, correct?
1: Yes, it is.
0: And talk about uh, the premise of that. And and, uh, you do it five days a week.
1: I do it. Yeah, I did not do one today, however. I was traveling last week, and um, as a result, I ended up... uh, I, I just had some holes in the schedule, so I didn't.
0: Yes, I didn't and I know some behind the scenes. So we'll talk about that. So one of Ken's favorite quotes, and among many, is by Zig Ziglar. I hope you live a life you're proud of. No, that's F. Scott Fitzgerald. That's my favorite. Yeah. Quote. Uh, <laughs> uh, Zig Ziglar. If you you can have everything you want in life, if you just help enough other people get what they want, what does that mean to you?
1: It means that um, the more that you help other people, the more the universe conspires to help you
0: and um who who give an example of people that have helped you in life and that how you pay it forward?
1: oh my gosh, I've had so many people help me we don't have enough time um, <laughs> but I've had a a a ridiculous amount of people help me over the years you know I've um I have, uh, I mean, I, 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 there's a lot. I mean, I, I, we don't have enough time. Zig Ziglar being one of them, Grant Cardone being one of them. You know, a lot of amazing people that have that have helped me, and you know, you being one of them, where where you and I can get on a phone call and bounce ideas or challenges off of each other, and and just kind of talk each other. You know, you've helped me. My wife has helped me, my children have helped me. I learned from everyone. Right,
0: collaboration is so important. Um, I often say, uh, there's an African proverb that if you want to go far, go alone. If you want to go fast, go together. So as human beings, we need collaboration. You can't do it all by yourself.
1: No, not possible.
0: So Ken, so share with us. So um, it's so interesting that your favorite quote is Zig Ziglar. You tell us some stuff you're doing in regard to that now.
1: Well, I recently um, traveled to Dallas and um, to to meet with some clients, and and along the way, I was um, blessed with the opportunity to um, to meet up with Zig Ziglar's daughter, Julie Ziglar Norman. And then Cindy Ziegler-Oates, um, I think is her last name, and, which is his other daughter. And then Tom Ziegler, his son, who's the CEO and president of the Ziegler companies, they were all there. And I got to meet all of them and hang out with them and talk with them for about three hours. It was absolutely astonishing. It was amazing.
0: Right. So what, what great things are we going to see as a result of that?
1: <clears throat> well, um, I, I have some stuff that cooking. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, you gotta follow Ken Walls. Um, and so, so many great things we can talk about. So, the premise of this show is uh, I'm writing a book called The Five Hats, doing research, and um, I believe that uh, to have happiness and a meaningful life, there's there's five hats, five areas to focus on. One is family. Two is friendship. Three is business career. For is connection. Yeah. It could be intimacy. If you're in a relationship, it could be connection with friends and important people with your life. Uh, if you're an animal lover, they're still having connection. And right. then if it's adventure, whether it's skydiving, hiking, you know, whatever's true for you to. And I, I feel in life, um, based on my own experiences and the amazing CEOs that I've got to interview over the years, is sometimes we work. To, we do put too much in one hat and we can, we can be out of balance. Right, And I've seen that time and time again, including myself and many people. I know in the early 2000s, um, I moved here from Texas to California, and I was obsessed about, you know, make it here in Southern California, becoming entrepreneurial, and obsessed with the number three, what I call the work hat, and did very well. Right. And so what, how can you relate to that, Where balance in life? Um, where are you at, and maybe where were you before that life has taught you now?
1: Well, I um... – Personally, I I and and this is something that Grant Cardone talks about, but I, I I don't believe that there's such thing. I just don't. I don't believe. I believe that you know I, I've 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 done that where you're trying to seek balance, and and I just go all in on all of it. Like if I'm doing family stuff, I'm all in. I'm you know if I'm doing if I'm doing um, if I'm doing business stuff i i go all in i give a hundred and ten percent of of everything so you know i mean i i don't really try to seek any kind of like work life balance i just go yeah yeah i just go all the time so, so i you know i hang out with my kids i play with my my little girls i do you know i do do it all like
0: so you live by you you live by example
1: I try to. Yeah. (laughs) It's not always perfect, but I try.
0: So share us with us a time in your life, because as we know, life is not, is not perfect. And many of us go through struggles and and pitfalls, trials and tribulations. Can you share a story or time that you experienced that and how did you overcome it?
1: Well, um, you know, when I, when I was, um, I, I was brought up in a, in a, in a, uh, pretty dysfunctional family. And, and as a kid, I, I, you know, I started, started drinking and doing all that craziness very, very early on. And, and I, um, but I, I was always in a, a very outgoing person, you know, but at the same time, um, I, I was drinking a lot. And so I, um, you know, I, I, I went in and out of, of some programs for, for that. And, um and, and I, I ended up, ended up years later. And after many, 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 many losses, I mean, I, I was in my twenties, I was, we did millions of dollars in business and, and, and just really did well. It looked like it from the outside, but on the inside, I was dying. Cause I was like, I was literally falling apart. I, my life was, was, I, 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 you know, was numbing everything with alcohol. And, um, so at 34 years old, um, I still, I was driving a Mercedes, had the big house, had the business. I was the CEO of a company and, and, um, I had a, a, a moment, a, I call it whatever you want to call it a spiritual awakening, something where it was like, I can't live like this anymore. Like I cannot continue. I'm going to die. I'm going to like, this is not my, this is not what I had hoped for in life. Even though I had a Mercedes sitting in the parking lot, I was sitting in this very upscale bar and, um, and, and, you know, something happened. Somebody said something to me and, and that was the moment, August 10th of 2002,
0: um, you know that I took
1: my last drink. And, and, you know, and then I ended up losing everything again for about the fourth time. And, <laughs> and I, I, you know, I, had, so I, 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 had this life of just loss after loss and, and I would gain and then I would lose and I would gain and lose. And it was these ups and downs that were just horrific. And, um, and I started really focusing on number one, sobriety and number two, Looking inside to figure out what was going on with
0: me. Why
1: was I this train wreck?
0: Taking responsibility. Yeah,
1: yes, but I didn't look at it like that. I just wanted to know what the heck was wrong with me up here. Like, you know, why why, why was I so self-sabotaging in my life? And, and um, you know, it took a lot of work. It took a lot of pain and work to finally come to um, this place where you know today i I have a a much greater understanding yeah, i'm i'm not I'm certainly not perfect um but I have a much deeper and greater understanding of of who I am today you know and what I stand for
0: yeah well, thanks for sharing that's um yeah. I know that that's a lot to share, but at the same time that message could help so many people I and mean, there's so many people with addictions today or you know, yeah. I mean, I it. I don't know that. I think last time I read, it, it's like twenty million Americans or something like that. Yeah,
1: it's, it's high. It's a lot.
0: Um. So, what is what is your opinion on um why people have an addiction or have something where again I'm gonna say they're not taking responsibility for their life because it is your one life. Right. Uh, right. What, what, uh, why do you think people struggle with that? Can it's such a, you know, it's, it It just happens, you know, you hear it all the time. I was in a relationship with, with someone before that was not, you know, good. And I, yeah. I had to go through the, the ugly stuff myself. And, and, um, I, you know, I made it a mission to study and, and get better educated and to know right. the people that you do want in your life are so important.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I think truly, I believe that it's a, um, a spiritual hole that, that um, I, I, I believe it's a spiritual hole. I believe that people are trying to fill this void in their lives with other things, be it women or men or, or drugs or alcohol or pornography or whatever it may be. I believe that there's this spiritual disconnection. And I don't mean this like I'm not talking about thumping a Bible or or anything else because I'm I'm a spiritual person. I'm I'm certainly um, probably pretty far from being a religious person in in any sense of the word, but like I, I believe that people don't know who they really are. And and once you know who you really, really, truly are. You don't need to seek all that other stuff. It's not even—it's not part of the equation anymore. Yes, I don't know if that makes sense.
0: Thank you. Yes, and um, tell us about here's your book. This is it your best-selling author? It's on Amazon.
1: Thank so you. So it's yeah.
0: called Walls of Wisdom: Turning Pain into Profit. So I'm right. sure some of that stories in there. Yes. Uh,
1: yes. <laughs> There's a lot of that, and again, it's—it's it's, um, you know, I—I I, I think. You know, there's this I tell this story in there and it's a um, it's an it's an old um, an ancient Hindu story about these two monks that are walking down this dirt road. And and there's a cliff on either side and there's this woman that's standing there in a long dress and cannot get across this mud puddle without getting her dress, you know, ruined and and the monks are not allowed to touch women talk to women nothing right it's completely against their religion and and one of them without even batting an eye pits her up carries her across the mud puddle and sets her down and and then the two she goes on her way and the two other monks are walking along and they're very silent quite and the one that didn't touch the woman finally stops he goes i can't believe that you did that you 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 touched a woman we're not allowed to do that what did you know and just goes (laughs) off on him and he he looks at the the guy that picked her up looks at at the other monk and he goes i put that woman down back at the mud puddle and you're still carrying her like like you know i think that people go through life whether they're addicted to stuff or not addicted to stuff they go through life and they they're they're you know an event occurred at 2 years old or 10 years old or whatever and and that entire that and and I'm talking a bad event you know something bad happens and they carry it and they carry it and they carry it and they carry it and they, it, and they wear it almost as this badge of honor i was just talking to somebody about about this very thing recently that was like 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 dude put it down let it go yeah, like, you don't learn to let go of stuff. And so many people also experience these massive successes. And then they think they can ride that for the rest of their lives. And that's not the case either. You may yeah. have been the 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 CEO of a company with five Mercedes and a Ferrari and whatever. But what's next? Nobody cares about what you did. That's right. right. So you gotta right. learn how to let stuff go and continue pushing forward, moving up in life. And that's that's how I live my life.
0: Yeah, and I see that um, from many books like The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, I'm sure you've read. And Love it. and again, I, I think that sometimes life sometimes will bring you that, I call it the gift of struggle, no matter how old yeah. you are, to really discover what your destiny is and what you're doing. Um, I just wanna say thank you everyone who's chimed in, lots of people, Steve Lee, uh, Raquel Figlo, Rich, Rochelle Castillas—they're a uh, happy lifestyle um, influencers. Uh, Philip, uh, Matt, Vasquez how, a Production, and so forth. So, if you have any questions for Ken, um, just ask. And Matt, maybe I have Matt here behind the scenes. You can tell me if someone uh-huh. has a question um, for Ken. So, um, I want to talk about that some more because I agree that sometimes people make that that's their story
1: yeah. of the
0: old life or or whatever trauma happened. So, therefore. This is why I am behaving this way, or this was why I don't have. And again, having educated myself, um, we all have that story. But you stop and you look at life, like time is promised to no one. We have now, we have today, and hopefully we have tomorrow and the future. And the more you live in that past story, story, uh, the more it, it, it prohibits you from really doing what you're supposed to do in life, and happiness and fun.
1: Yeah, that's correct, I agree.
0: Uh, So who are some of some of your favorite books, um, uh, some education that has helped you in your personal development, Ken?
1: Oh, my gosh. Um, I think it started with um, that book right there, Zig Ziglar, Secrets of Closing the Sale. Many years, many years ago, I started studying Zig. Um, Tony Robbins, Awaken the Giant Within. I, I remember reading that book and, and thinking, man, he, he, he was, he tells a story about flying his jet helicopter um, over the, over San Diego and stopping and hovering over a building and realizing that it had just been like 10 years earlier that he was the head janitor in that building. And, you know, I thought, man, and he, he talks about that, how much can change in a decade. And you know, a lot of people, you you know, do live their life like, hey, we're not promised, we're not promised time, and we're not, we're not. But they also don't live their life, you know, with the understanding that if you make it another ten years, where are you going to be in ten years? Like what? Like you know, yes, definitely live for the moment. I do, but like, make some plans, man. Like plan for the future because like the future is coming, right? Yeah. And yeah. no, maybe you won't be here. Maybe you'll be hit by a meteor or a bus or, or, or drive off a cliff or something. I don't know, but like, and, and you don't make it, but what if you do make it? <laughs> like, <laughs> did you plan for it? Cause like, if you, if you didn't plan for it, you're screwed, like plan for it. Like take like, you know, one of, one of the things I, I work a lot. I work hard. Yes, I work very, very
0: hard. And,
1: and i i i do definitely spend a lot of time trying to help people i i i do i love to help people i've seen i've seen i'll see a friend of mine post something on facebook and i can tell that there's a you know something up and i'll i'll reach out to him hey let's talk and like and then i'll just you know engage them in the conversation about how i can help them so you know i i i I love to help people, and I work very hard, and I'm planning for the future, and I write my goals down at least once, sometimes twice a day. I write down gratitude lists because I truly believe that what you focus on expands, right? Yes. And, and here's the thing. There are people that may watch this that that they that maybe they they have an electric bill coming due that they can't pay and they can't figure out how they're gonna pay it or their car payment or whatever. And so what happens? And I've been there. Trust me. I told somebody like years ago I had a car repossessed in front of employees. Like this dude walks in my office that worked for me. He's like, "Um, there's a guy in a tow truck looking in the windows of your SUV." And I said, I said. Well, tell him to get the hell out of here. What? what, what why are you telling me, You're telling me to tell him get get lost? And he's like, "No, dude, I think he's here to take it." And I'm like, "What?" So I went. I, I, I'm like, "What are you doing, dude?" And he's this big burly. He's like, "Well, he, the bank sent me." I'm like, "For what?" And he's like, "Uh, you didn't make your payments." And I'm like, "Oh, they they want payments?" <laughs> like, I made yeah. payroll, but I didn't make yeah. the carpet, But you know, so. You know, like, you don't let an event, though, where you, uh, people allow, like, they'll go, oh, my gosh, the the I can't pay the bills. I can't pay them. The electric's going to get shut off. What am I going to do? Oh, my God. And they start panicking, and they focus all their energy on that, and then nothing happens except for they show up to shut off the electric <laughs> instead right. of focusing on a solution, right?
0: Yes. You attract into your life that which you like. So Ken, talking about gratitude, um, give give us three things you're grateful for today.
1: Grateful for my wife, my children, my home, my business. I'm grateful for my clients. I'm grateful for every breath that I take. I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to wake up every single morning. And no matter what's going on, good or bad, I'm grateful that I have the opportunity every day to make a difference in this world. Right, yes. I, you know, am I grateful for my car? I and mean, I, I've had all the nice cars. I have a decent car. It's not a, you know, but like I don't care about. I, I've had all that, you know. I'm not the the, you know. I'm 50 years old now. I just turned 50 in July. And, yes, and you and,
0: advertised it. I mean, that was one of my questions. So, what is why was turning 50 so pivotal for you?
1: I don't know if it was pivotal or not. I just felt, I, it, really, to be to be real about it. Like I'm like. Yes, people are finally going to start taking me serious. Like I can get an AARP card. I think you know. Like I, I I'm like you know. But like I, I just uh, because look, I've studied Dr. Wayne Dyer for many years. Love oh
0: my God, love Wayne man. Dyer.
1: <laughs> and, and and I've studied you know Deepak Chopra and and Dr. John D. Martini and and you know uh, just some amazing people. That that I've learned from over the years, and and uh, Raquel, is it Raquel? Yes. I'm, Raquel. I'm grateful for my car. It's okay. <laughs> just saying. Say <laughs> Thank you. <please laughs> I am grateful. Hey, I'm very grateful for my car. Trust me, it's very <laughs> difficult. I've had to ride my bike, so yes. um, you know, but like I I've I've just learned that you know the, the more that you express and it's not just sitting around saying, I'm grateful for this ham sandwich that I'm eating. It's, 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 I'm grateful to be able to make a a difference in the world. I'm grateful for everything. And when you focus on, I watched a very interesting um, uh, if you didn't see it, Gary Vaynerchuk recently interviewed Tony Robbins Mm -hmm. and, and it was awesome. And towards the end, you know, Gary's not very big and Tony's the larger than like, he's just a giant. Right. And yes. so at the very end, I mean, Tony's, you know, putting his arm around, around Gary V and, and, and at the very end, um, Gary, uh, the, Gary says something like, or uh, there was a question, I don't know where it came from, but like um, where, where is, uh, what, what do you attribute um, it was. It was somebody asked both of them, "What do you attribute success in life to the most?" Right. Both of them. Both Gary V and Tony Robbins both said gratitude. Gratitude. Gratitude.
0: Yeah. And we, and it's we a, focus it's so of-
1: much on what is missing. We focus so much on what we don't have. We focus so much on what we're going to lose if we don't do this. That we forget to focus on what we have, what we're grateful for, and when you're grateful, when you're when you're truly grateful in your heart, and it lines up with your brain, then then everything opens up to you. Everything.
0: It's true. It's so true. Um, I I agree. Um, I grew up um, as uh, people may know about me. You know, in El Paso, Texas, a border town. Didn't have a lot. Blah blah blah. But however, um, I'm so blessed to live here in Huntington Beach. Just last night, we're doing yoga, um, and I just go, oh, "We're here doing yoga at the beach." Like who would have thought when I was a little girl that this would be my life today, present right. day. And I, you know, we I find myself doing that. Like you, like you said, um, you want, you want, and and then you have to stop and really appreciate. And then there's just, there's an energy about doing that, and I truly believe there's that you attract more of of like-minded people, you attract more success.
1: You do. It's a true story. It's a true story. So, and I, yeah. I mean, that's the most important thing.
0: Thank you. Gratitude. Raquel, Chris, he loves his new car. It's like driving the future. Oh, how exciting. Um, so uh, next question. So what would, what would be something that your daughter would say about you that people don't know about you?
1: Um, that I yell at the dog because he likes to bark. (laughs) The dog drives me insane. He's my nemesis. Um, what would, what would she say? Um,
0: what would you hope she, she appreciates about
1: what I, I think, um, she would definitely say that I'm fun, that I, I like to do things that I'm goofy and silly with her and, and, and in life and. And um, you know, I think she would probably throw in there that I work a lot, <laughs> even though it's like right there on the other side of the wall from where she is, and I see her a lot and go out and you know play with her a lot. But I I do work a lot. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm not sure what she would say. Yeah, She's very witty. I so
0: I should I thought of actually asking her and asked yeah. you and I um, what would you what would your wife say about you that people don't know about you? <sighs>
1: Wow, I mean, we could get way too personal. Um, so <laughs> um, um, she would, she yeah. would say, she would say, um, you know, wow, well, I think I just blushed. But she, uh, I, I don't know what she would say. Probably that I work hard to take care of my family.
0: Yes, because I do. Very, yeah, and you do do a good job by living by example. So, um, um, I feel happy to to voice myself that I. I've always done a lot, been entrepreneur mindset and doing it seems like always doing a million projects and going, going, going. Um, but I feel like you're giving your daughter a really good lesson in first of all, she's you know, she's just learning so much from you, being entrepreneur minded, all the clients and amazing people that you talk to on a daily basis. Like people just don't get that. I, I always said, I wish I was my own I I was a mother to my to myself. Yeah. You know, and and um I know you shared early on in the show for people who just tuned in that um, that you had a a not so good upbringing or what was the word you choose, dysfunctional home, as many people do. Um, So uh, what what did uh, when you look back at that story, that's the old story, but maybe you glimpse back on it. What do you what do you tell yourself now that you could have told that person if there was that 10 year old that you could reach that 19 year old? What would you tell that person now?
1: You know, it's funny that you said that because I was just thinking. Um, you know, I um, I would say, here's what I would say. Brett Coffee's on here. I wouldn't say that, but Brett Coffee's <laughs> on here. My buddy Brett. I love Brett. Hi,
0: Brett. He's- Hi, all.
1: So So, um, what I would say to the the ten year old me is, yes. dude, it's all gonna work out, man. Just keep going. You know, I, I hear um, my my ex-wife, she she got remarried and um, and and, you know, her husband committed suicide. And right. I hear about these people that go through that and reach that place. And, and I can't say that I haven't been there and thought about it because mm-hmm. I have, um, especially when I was drinking and anesthetizing everything that I did. But, you know, I would say to my 10 year old self that you know all of this pain is preparing you for something unbelievable because it really truly is it really truly hey richard trevino's on here he's i've just talked to him
0: yeah i I follow him all the time hi (laughs) there is
1: there is a um you know, the, the greater, the pain, typically the greater, the reward is going to be so many people. And I, again, I, you know, you ask me like, who's, who are some of my greatest teachers, but like, you know, everybody wants to look to the, the guy or the gal that, that it looks like, oh man, they have it on easy street and they've really, you know, well, dude, like, And I'm not calling you, dude, dudette. Um, But like, you know, like, like they went through a lot of crap, typically. I mean, a lot of pain. There's a guy that's a motivational speaker from Australia that has no arms and no legs. Like Mm -hmm. he was born that way. Nick something. And like. And, you know, Greta just said it. Pain is your power. That's what my book's about. Turning pain into profit and and i don't mean just profit with money that's a byproduct of all the other parts of of life and happiness i'm talking about like instead of taking pain and using it as a a um a badge of honor so how you know think about how many people you've met in life that 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 you know you start talking to them then immediately they bring up oh yeah well i had a bad you know i was in this bad relationship or I had this bad divorce, or I had this bad childhood, or I had this, and and it's like, okay, s- sorry about that, but like, uh, where are you now? Like, you know, use the pain that you go through as a launching platform for whatever you want in life. So what I would say to that, to answer your original question, what would I say to my 10 year old self is, dude, as soon as you can, quit drinking, like, <laughs> like, you know, like, come on, man. Um, yeah. But, but, you know, and, and realize that all of the pain that you're going through is literally preparing you for something amazing, something yeah, amazing.
0: It's so true. And someone once said to me, suffering is a choice.
1: Yes. Who said that?
0: <laughs> I don't know. A, a friend of mine, I call an angel. His name's Alex. Um, when I went to some stuff before, um, yeah. you had called me up. Yeah. You, know, you said earlier you've helped people. And I will, I will say, I'll never forget that conversation. And, and you just gave me, and sometimes we need to do that. And I find sometimes being humbling and, and vulnerable is, you know, when you need help, reach out to people, ask for it. And I think yes. sometimes we're afraid or we think people are going to look at us and, and, um, you know, um, and I made it a vow and commitment to help many people. This is why one of the reasons why I'm doing the show, hold on, I'm getting a pop-up to upgrade something, which I'm not. And, uh, and, uh, so I think that as human beings that, you know, we are meant to help each other. We are on earth and and we all have different skills at different capacity. And, um, like you, I'll never turn my back away to helping someone and and better their life and live by example. And I feel very blessed and grateful to have that happiness factor and share, you know, life's greatest lessons from the best of. And, um, you know, um, it's been a pleasure following you through, through the months and the show that you're doing. So had, you interview, so here, Ken interviews, an average of four to five people a week, let's just say average. You've been doing well, that- some-
1: uh, it's five. it's five days a week, including- in March?
0: Holidays. Did you start in March?
1: uh march or april i don't i think it was april beginning of april maybe the end of march i don't yeah somewhere. Yeah, that's in
0: incredible not a lot of people yeah. do that so i'm gonna ask you yeah. so in talking to different people in the story and their amazing you know this or that or or their trials or tribulations what what do you feel are some takeaways on on the people that you've talked to
1: well i want to back up to your comment that somebody told you because i i use that comment a lot i thought i told you that but now, now, Richard Trevino says he told you that, and <laughs> a couple of other people have said it. So, um, it's it. a Buddhist. It's a Buddhist saying. It's it's pain in life is inevitable. Suffering is a choice. So, we are all going to go through pain. Most of that pain is up here. It's it's up here, right? Most of it, not all of it. Uh, like okay. if you slam your finger in a door. <laughs> You're going to experience real pain, right? Yes. Unless you have that some sort of a, a disconnect in in your brain, and then you won't feel it. So it's all it's all you know. It, it all originates from there. But but you know, as far as what was your question? I'm sorry, I backed up and 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 quoted that.
0: Um, we were talking about um some of the greatest uh, people you've had on your show. Like uh, some, what is your takeaway? if you would just yeah. summarize it.
1: So I've had Sharon Lecter on the show who was on the Presidential Advisory Committee on Financial Literacy with President Bush and Obama. She was the CEO of Rich Dad, Poor Dad with Robert Kiyosaki for 10 years. She sold over 30 million books. One of the wisest, most kind-hearted people that I've ever met in my entire life. Um, she's amazing. She She brought, and for her, it's all about about you know it does, it uh, cuz she's written 14 books with the Napoleon Hill Foundation one of them being thinking grow rich for women and it so it all originates with thought right so it's all like learning how to master your thoughts what you're thinking and what you're projecting not just out of your mouth but from your thoughts and the energy you're projecting out into the world is probably if i summarize what everybody has said that's probably the most powerful thing I've learned from from Sharon Lecter. I've had Jeffrey Gittimer, the King of sales he's got the the number one best selling book ever on planet Earth in the sales category What's called it the called? Little,
0: it back. Okay. Little The Red Little
1: Red book, Red book of Selling He's sold over five million copies of that book and and he's a friend of mine. I had him on the show, had his girlfriend on the show. I've had um, I've had Bob Berg, the author of the co-author of the Go Giver series, on the show. I've had some amazing people on the show. Richard Trevino's been on the show. He's yeah. a best-selling author. And and you know I I, I will say that I, I I would imagine if I went back through the hundred interviews I've done about that um, that almost every one of them talk about what is going on in your mind like it's so important to get control of your thoughts it's so important you know and and the you know the ways that that people recommend you do that there's a there's a whole gaggle of of ways that people talk about getting control of your mind which is what you know it's where your emotions start and 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 emotions typically are what um come before your actions, your, your emotions typically are, are pushing some sort of an action. And so, you know, learning how to control your thinking and what you're putting out is so important. It's so important. It's the number one most important thing, I believe.
0: That's a very good point. Thanks for sharing that. I, um, yeah. I have a question here. I, I wrote down some questions that I did not want to forget to ask you. So okay. here's the one, what, what are you most proud of? today
1: oh geez proud of I'm proud of the fact that I have 16 years sober today
0: yeah um,
1: I'm proud of because you know and to somebody that's never struggled with addiction that's kind of like a so what right um, and I get that but like for me my natural state is to be drunk so um, you know to be sober and 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 have the opportunity to help millions of people across the globe because my shows on binge networks tv and and i have you know uh, there's a 5 million people audience and and i yeah. was told that i have the number one show on the tv network right now so i'm pretty proud of some of those things yeah. because i you know and the fact that I have have clients, I've Grant Cardone has been a client of mine, and I've worked on stuff for Jeffrey Gittimer, and I've worked on I've had I've clients on, on so many levels that I've done web development stuff for and things of that nature. And it's like like, you know, I started my business fresh out of a divorce, and my buddy gave me $20 and told me I needed to get out of his house and grow up. <laughs> wow. and I was like, Yeah, so that's how I Do you look back
0: and go, that was a gift, even though I didn't feel that way at the time? Oh, at the time, I was like, dude, we're like
1: best friends. What are you doing, man? Like, I, I don't
0: have any money. I can't even buy
1: cigarettes. I was so broke. I don't smoke anymore, but I did back then. And he was like, here's 20 bucks. Go figure it out. So I bought a pack of cigarettes. They were $3 a pack. I had $17 left. I put 10 in my car, the gas, right? And I had $7 left for the McDonald's Happy Meal menu. And I'm like, you know what? Or dollar menu, whatever you call it. And I am like, I went out and I knocked on doors that day until I got my first client that day. And and so, like, you know, what am I grateful for? I'm really grateful for the pain. Yes. I'm not saying I'm a sadomasochist. I'm not no, asking for pain. I always
0: said, I don't want pain in, in my darkest right. moments. And I've always, you know, said to you know the universe to God, you know, I I don't want to be here. I want to be here where I'm at now, and I will use that to learn to to te- I think to teach other people. And yeah, um, so so thank you for sharing that.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure, absolutely.
0: So um, one of the things that I like to do, one of my missions work is is um, I'm writing a book called Skip a Step, and hopefully it's in 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 um, editing phase right now. But it's really skipping a step, paying it forward. If you could give your younger self, as you sh- uh, shared earlier, tips and ways that, uh, to have a shortcut in life, although sometimes you need to go through that to have short, you need to go through your own thing. What do you say to the younger generation? You know, millennial college age students who. Um, as I see a lot, and we see, um, I see when I talk to my peers that the younger generation is just not, you know, they're, they don't have the same work ethic that we did, that our grandparents did. And and they are comfortable, they take things for granted. And my head just goes, you need to let them struggle and, and not like right. struggle the bad way. Like you're just like, you're on the street now, but right. like my, I've just seen from time and time again, like, people who have the, 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 the drive, the drive, the ethic, like when you're, when everything was taken away from you, that's when you went boom. Yeah. versus You know, so what do you think about that generation and what would you tell them?
1: I think, you know, first off, I want to say this, I, you know, I'm 50 years old and to you 20 some year olds that, that look at me and say, man, that dude is old. I get that. Okay. I remember, I remember, I remember seeing, you know, like thirty five year olds. I thought, my God, they're older than dirt. How in the world are you still alive? Oh my God! But like, you know, I'm I mean, trust me. If you make it to fifty, you're going to be like, wow, I can't believe I'm fifty. I still feel twenty one. Like it's crazy, you know. So, so i I'll, I'll tell you though. Um, I think that I, I honestly. I think that society has given a bad rap to the millennials. I, I really do. I think um, some of the smartest people I know are are in their twenties that are just out there kicking ass, and 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 they're, I mean, they really are. Like, I don't call up my, well, my grandparents are dead, but if if they were still alive, and I had a. A, a technology issue i sure as hell wouldn't be calling my grandpa i'd be calling a millennial i know and say hey dude like my i've been in technology my entire life my very well, first
0: computer, technology yes <laughs> I,
1: yeah my my first computer was a Commodore 64c where what well, you recorded your data to a, a cassette tape recorder like you know and i've done that since i was 11 years old i've been in technology my whole life but I'm seeing these younger kids that are coming up. My 8-year-old daughter does things and I'm like, "How do you know how to do that?" Like, what? Like what is that? Or my 12-year-old daughter will show me things on on Snapchat or or Instagram. I'm like, "What? How I didn't like and I'm a social media guy. Like that's what I help people with, right? I'm like, "How the heck do you do? How do you know that?" Like, but you know, so I think that for me It was, I think, it was Shakespeare or one of those really smart people that said the greatest disservice we do give to our children is to steal away their hunger. And and when I was 17 years old, I moved out of my mom's house, and and I was, you know, I I was done. I was, you know, all that, and 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 I was a raging alcoholic. I didn't know it at the time, but um, you know, I had gone like two or three days without eating. I was starving. And I was drinking, I was spending all my money on booze, but but like I, I hadn't eaten any food. And I so I went to my mom's house and I said, Mom, I need some money for food. And she's like, or or just give me some food that I can take with me. And she's like, Nope. You're you you decided to move out. You need to go be a man now. Figure it out. And she wouldn't give me any money or food. And I was so angry. Like I was Pissed off! Like, how can your own mother not give you money or food when you're? You, she clearly knows that you're starving to death. <laughs> but right. you know, although <laughs> I was, I was getting by on barley and oats. But, but you know, like, like I, I, I figured it out, and 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 you know, I was forced to. And any human being walking this planet if they're given the opportunity to be forced into figuring out how to survive, they're going to grow from being forced.
0: Yeah. I love that message. So, so, so true. So, um, so Ken, one day you're going to live another 40, 50 years or, you know, happy, healthy. Yeah. Um, one day when you do pass on this earth because time is promised to no one, as I often right. say, yeah. what do you want to be remembered for?
1: helping other people, helping other people grow in life. That's what I do. And that's what I love to do. And, and, you know, um, I, I saw a post that somebody who's younger, way younger, um, is trying to sell, um, cause I do, I do some coaching. I, I coach some, some clients and, and I saw some young, young guy, um, that is not on, he just doesn't, uh, anyway, he posted something saying um, he's selling uh, 30 minute coaching packages for $97 and he, he, or something where, uh, and, he, and he says, I see things you don't. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, what? <laughs> like that, like, I won't, like, I, I try to help people see things that they already know are there. They just aren't seeing them. They, they already right. know they're there.
0: You know, right. everybody,
1: uh, you know, the and I again I don't know if it was Freud or who it was said you know the greatest psychologist that we all could go see is the one that we all have within like we all have that you know the answers are already there Dr. Wayne Dyer wrote a book called there's a spiritual solution to every problem and that spiritual solution is typically already here you just got to look for it it's there
0: so um, I appreciate you sharing all the great people you follow in, in your personal development. I, I've done the same. I love, I think I love reading more now that I've gone older than I was younger. Because yeah. we just so much information from incredible minds. We, there's all kinds of personalities I've learned.
1: <laughs> and yeah, right. the way that
0: people look at things. We, we, you have a different perception than, than I do certain times. And it doesn't mean yours is right and wrong when you actually look at that. Right, um, right. So where does, where does your hunger for, continuing to learn and, and follow great works like that come from
1: I don't know. I I actually have Do you often. Wonder... people that just
0: have no desire to learn anything. Yeah.
1: That? I'm reading a I I I'm reading a book right now that I got 2 days ago um that that like is powerful and it's Napoleon Hill stuff and 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 it's so powerful. Thinking and, rich
0: and, or another one. Pardon me. The Think and grow rich.
1: No, it's a it's a book that's going to be released in October. It's I, I got a pre read version of it from from the author. So um, and I'm blessed. I, I I mean I'm very very blessed. This is a very famous person, and this book will sell millions. Wow. Um, and let's get and,
0: let's get some people following it, and the show will will go. Um, um, afterwards, onwards, or people can, um, people who are following us and those afterwards, please share with us some of your great, great book and personal development that you've come yeah. across. Again, um, this is happy lifestyles uh, online show. Uh, we are going to be live um, every week. And um, there's so many people we have lined up for future shows um, that I just like, I don't know how to, I'm supposed to interview all these people, but okay, we'll figure it out. You're um,
1: so- Awesome. You're doing awesome.
0: Well, thank you. I'm so glad um, you're my first guest. Um, so um, so give us some story uh, without mentioning names of, of people you've helped, whether it's work. And, and real quick for audience, the audience that doesn't know your work, tell us what you do present day.
1: I, I'm the CEO and founder um, on a $20 loan of Client Solution Innovations. It's clientsi.com is my website or kenwalls.com. Um, you can get my cell phone number by downloading my business card at at dot um, But like you know, I am um, I do website development and marketing. We do very similar things actually, you and I. And we Me. do we do branding and 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 all of that. So and I've done yeah. you know I built my first website in nineteen ninety four. So I've done it for a while, and I've seen wow. so many changes, and it's crazy.
0: I'm trying to think 94. When was AOL out? What year was AOL out?
1: You've got mail. (laughs) (laughs) It came out in, uh, I think AOL was, uh, I don't know, 90, 91, maybe somewhere in there, 92. I I don't remember. I really, where they were mailing the CDs out.
0: Yeah, I know. I stopped to think about that and how far we've gone with technology. And I love Uh, technology too, like you. And I appreciate the collaboration. There's a lot of people in digital marketing today and I always say, like, there's plenty of businesses and people we can help out there, yeah. and it's sometimes nice to collaborate. Um, you do many things I don't do, and vice versa. Yeah. I have a, a team of people that that continue to work with um, R- yeah. Rochelle Casillas, who's been on this thread, and uh, Raquel Figlo, uh, Chris Herzik, um, our producer, uh, my guy, and um, we just um, we just thank everybody for. Uh, letting us share the work we're doing and uh, the goal to just really help so many other people. So yeah. um, so I'm going to tie it up with a a story. Just stop and think about a story of someone that you helped that maybe to them it wasn't, you know, it, it, they were stuck or there was a problem they had and uh, I, you helped I, them.
1: I, I have the perfect story for that. I have a, um, a friend that... Um, I, you know, when I first got sober, it was very, very difficult for me. I, I, I didn't want to be so. I just wanted to learn how to drink like a normal person, so I could get back to drinking. Um, yeah. But that that isn't the way it works. So, you know, about a year and a half, two years in, maybe a little more. Um, I was at that place. I was in a a, a horrible relationship, um, and it didn't look like it was going to get any better. And and I just wanted to suddenly I wanted to go say the heck with it and drink. And um, I was talking to a friend of mine that I had one year more of sober time than this guy did. And I was like, dude, I am so ready to just say screw it and go, go drink. And he goes, let me tell you a story. He goes, I went to this um, AA meeting one night and, and he goes, I was in the same place 30 days out of treatment. and And this guy's a big time executive with a company. And um and he said I, I was ready. I was in the same place. Like this I got 30 days sober. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm gonna drink. And and so he goes, I sit down at this meeting and this guy gets up to tell his story about his journey and his sobriety and his life. And and I heard this guy's story and I thought, man, this is freaking awesome. This dude is cool as heck. And And okay, I can do it. I can stay sober. I can do if he can do it. I can do it. He goes, bro, that dude was you. And I'm like, what? He goes, you literally saved my life and you didn't even know it. And I was like, and it still gives me chills like my. So I want to tie that story together with this. Even if you don't think you're making a difference in the world, I promise you that you are. You're making a difference to somebody somewhere in this world. And if they haven't told you yet, just keep being a good person. Keep doing what you do. And eventually you're going to see it. Eventually you're going to wake up and you're going to see that, you know, you're making a difference in the world. So don't give up. Keep going.
0: True, true. And surround yourself with great people.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: um okay so my last question uh is what does to create mean to you
1: what does what
0: create the importance of the importance of creating
1: the point of creating well i meditate every day of my life um for at least 10 minutes sometimes more you know it, it just depends but i spend time in in quiet um and, and just contemplation, if you would. So creating to me is, is, is the, it's the center of the universe, right? And, and just about every religion in the world, um, you know, God is referred to as the creator. And I say, I talk about this actually in my book that you know, if God is, is, if we're all part of this creator, that means that we are all creators. So it's like all those beautiful paintings, especially the ocean one with the sailboats that you're going to send me. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> yeah. um, but like, you know, when you're creating, you're in, it's, you're in that, that spiritual place. You're in a diff, it's a different place for me. And instead of, you know, people say right brain, left brain, I don't know which side of the brain. I don't really care. I know that when I'm creating something new, especially if it's something that the world can benefit from, then I'm in a way better place. And so so creating to me is the starting point of life. It, it, well, I mean, it is.
0: Yeah, no, I I, I I agree. I love I, creating is it's, it's purposeful, it's meaningful and you know, for people who say I'm not creative, I just feel like they haven't tapped in that cuz you're creating if you're cooking, you're creating if you're writing, you're creating if you're your work, your skill set, you're creating something. And yeah. I I find that people have the most pleasure when they're in that space.
1: Abs- absolutely. And it, it all comes down to that. It's it's you know like creating a baby that's pleasurable and <laughs> at least for most, right?
0: And until so, until, like until they and keep you up all night, and because you can't sleep, that's the part yeah. I do.
1: <laughs> but I mean, it's 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 a it's it's a moment. Uh, and and again, Doctor Wayne Dyer talks about that. You know, the the ah and the om in in meditation and stuff, and that ah moment being. The, the beginning point of all of creation. Like, you know, yes. anyway, I'll let you guys uh, yeah. look into that. Yeah,
0: Greta says you create your own life. Rochelle says, yeah, saving and transforming lives in agreement, it's so important to note each person can make an impact.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Definitely. So, I am. That's it. Um, any last words you want to share with, with the audience, Ken, uh, about happiness no. and life and meaning and joy? Because we can have a lot of it.
1: <laughs> well, Lisa, you know, I love you. I think you're absolutely amazing. I think it's awesome that you're doing this show. I'm absolutely honored and blown away to be your very first guest. I think that's awesome. So, yes. thank you so much. Um, and as you already know, if there's anything I can ever do to help you, let me know, I'll help you, you know that. So Thank you. Um, yeah, Yeah. so um, no, I'm good. I've got a meeting I gotta jump on here in a few minutes. I know, I'll... so we
0: will tie this up. We're on every Wednesday at 11 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. If you would like oh, to please. refer, nominate someone to the show, go to Happy Lifestyle online. There's a form to fill out. Um, again, we want to keep sharing the message of happiness, life, balancing life, um, sharing people's short stories of tr- struggle, how they overcame it, and um, you know, doing good work in this world. So um, if you want to get in uh, contact with Ken, uh, we'll share this information on the thread. Yeah. I'm Lisa Caprelli, and I want to say thank you so much for all the people who have uh, been supporting the work uh, as we continue to grow. Uh, my son, IT and right-hand guy, Matthew Vasquez. Um, yeah. Chris Herzig, producer of the show, and my amazing man, um, that we get to collaborate and do so much of and, and bringing ideas and making this a fun, uh, worthwhile show. My uh, happy lifestyle influencers, Rochelle Casillas, Raquel Figlo. Um, you're going to keep seeing us going and collaborating. And, Ken, I know we're going to be using you because we're going to grow, grow, grow. And awesome. um, there's only much time. And I want to have that balance with my family life and adventure as well.
1: Awesome! Awesome.
0: Okay. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. you. Peace out.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. It's been on here too.
0: Okay. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: So I end it, and then does it go? I'm Lisa Caprelli, and I bring you stories and experiences from entrepreneurs, leaders, professionals, and creative people making a difference in the world.